right, welcome back to another episode of Where's That Tiger podcast. I'm your host, Leanne. We've got co-host Harrison with us again and special guest Blake Ferguson. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. So as the title goes, Where's That Tiger? We like to kind of hear your journey. Um, Talk about first your journey to LSU and playing football here. Yeah, um, it's for me, it's kind of a family thing. Um, I started coming to LSU games in 2011 uh, when my brother was a recruit here and, um, I was like in ninth grade and I, I fell in love, fell in love with the food. The people here are just the nicest people. So welcoming. And, um, you know, I was getting to experience what LSU was like through my brother's recruiting trips. And, uh, and so then he comes here He's, you know, playing Saturday nights, Death Valley, as good as it gets, you know, as, as loud as it gets. And um, at that point, I was in high school and I was, you know, playing ball and, and I was starting to go on recruiting trips. And everywhere else that I was going to on these trips, I was comparing back to LSU. I was like, is this, is this really better than Saturday night in Death Valley, and it ne- not it never much was. is. It never was, and so um, for me, it was there was no question in my mind where I was going as soon as I got the scholarship offer. Um, my at, right after my sophomore year. First off, JV is missing out. This is our third national champion in studio. Mm, yes, let's go. <laughs> uh, we had Damone and Dre on in a couple weeks ago, and now we get Blake. Blake. Uh, Saturday is our LSU salutes game. Uh, I know you and your family have a great yeah. appreciation. Uh, for our military, as do all of us. Um, I saw on your Twitter account that you are a Salute to Service nominee in the NFL. Can you kind of walk our listeners through uh, what that means, what Salute to Service is, and what that means to you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, what a special weekend to be able to come back for an LSU game. Um, You know, the military is something that is uh, very near and dear to me and my family, um, up and down my family. We've, we've had um, a Marine, we've had uh, several in the Army. Um, my great-grandfather was in the Navy, and, and um, one of my best friends was in uh, the Air Force in Afghanistan. And so th- the Salute to Service initiative that the NFL has um, is something that I'm incredibly passionate about, and um, I think it's such a cool platform to be able to use um, my platform as a player to be able to um, just thank and show um, appreciation for our military um, through things as simple as going to the veteran nursing home down in Miami and just shaking hands and saying thank you for your service and welcome home. Like stuff like that, it it's um, it goes such a long way uh, in the minds of those people who have done so much for our country. And, um, you know, I just feel fortunate to be able to be the mouthpiece for the NFL, uh, specifically the Miami Dolphins, to show that appreciation. Um, This is my second time being nominated for the award. I'm incredibly grateful to uh, be the nominee for the Miami Dolphins. Um, Also got to give a shout out to my older brother. He is the Buffalo Bills nominee. Oh, I love it. So if you would like to vote for me uh, or my brother, make it me. Um, I I would be very grateful, but, uh, but yeah, so just a cool initiative that, um, that he and I are both incredibly proud of. That's awesome. Um, talk a little bit, you mentioned your brother, both being in the NFL, you know, I got the opportunity to meet, uh, your dad last time you came in town last year. And so 
talk about your family supporting y'all both yeah. both in the league right yeah. now and how y'all gone through it yeah, together. I think um, I, I think my parents are back home in Georgia right now, still recovering from the trip to Germany that they just took yeah. to see me play. They will literally go to the ends of the earth to support my brother and myself, and that means so much to us. I think when I was at LSU. Um, we, we counted that it was like 107 consecutive LSU games that they had been to between wow. my brother be, start, being here starting in 2012 um, through the national championship in 2019, um, my last game as a Tiger. And so that was just something that it meant so much to us for them to make the trip literally every week, wherever we were playing. Um, and, you know, even today, they're still going to the ends of the earth to to support us in the NFL. Um, you know, whether it's in London earlier this year with my brother's game over there, Germany, um, it, it doesn't really matter where. I think they've got like one stadium in the NFL that they have not been to. Um, so oh, we got to check are it out. <laughs> they are making the rounds, but um, I don't think – I think it's Seattle, and I don't think either of us play there until next year, so – That'll be uh, that'll be knocked off the list next year, but yeah, so, it, it's incredible. It means so much to my brother and, and myself. And how has your brother kind of been a support to you too during yeah. this time, or each yeah. other? Yeah, I mean, starting gosh back in high school, um, you know, he's always been such a great uh, role model and mentor for me. Um, you know, obviously the transition from college to the NFL is a is a huge jump. Um, it's not as big of a jump when you're playing basically NFL games on Saturdays yeah. in, in the SEC West, but uh, it's still a big jump going, you know, playing against guys who have, you know, a, a family of, ki- of kids and that, you know, it's just, you've got 10, 12 year veterans walking around. It's a completely different world and can be very intimidating. And, um, and so for him to be able to share that experience with me, um, be able to, walk with me through that um while still being on my rival team is is kind of funny but uh but yeah that was you know pivotal in the early years of my career helping me sort of wade through those um challenges of being a rookie being a second year guy in the nfl you know and and trying to find your way I'm looking at the AFC East standings right now. Come on now. uh, Pull it up. Let's go. You've got the upper hand on your brother right now. Uh, (laughs) Dolphins are six and three, first team in the East. Mm. A lot of a lot of people expect you guys to make a run. Yeah. Uh, You've been on a championship team before. Yeah. Um, What are some traits that you see in this year's team uh, with with your group that encourage you? And you know you've seen the recipe. You know what it takes to be elite. What's what are some traits that you see on on this Dolphins team this year that makes Um, you feel good about yourself? Really good wide receivers. No, I'm kidding. Um, so uh, the one thing that to me I've noticed that is a very strong parallel between our 2019 LSU team and the team that we've got this year in Miami is that it's just so much fun to come to work. And the culture that uh, Coach McDaniel has created in Miami is just – it's so much fun because guys feel like that they can just be themselves when they're at work. Um, you know, they can, they can be comfortable being who they are and, and knowing that the coaches are going to put them in positions to be the best versions of themselves. And I feel like that that was the exact same way when we won it in 2019. Um, we had such good players that, you know, it was, it was Joe Brady and Dave Aranda and Coach Ensminger at the time 
putting guys in positions to be successful. And, and it was just so much fun to come to work. We had so much fun as a team that year. Um, you, you know, it was it was the gritty and, and get the gat and yeah. just dancing in the locker room yeah. and just having fun. And, um, you know, and it obviously translated into a lot of wins and a lot of success for um, our, our football team. But that's definitely the biggest thing that I've noticed between that team and, and, and this year's Dolphins squad. You mentioned the, the personalities that that 19 team had. Yeah. You had a fair share, especially in Dude, the specialist it's, it's room. insane. I mean, you, to... you and ZVR could have your yeah. own television show. <laughs> um, what was it like to be in that locker room? How often do you look back on that team and mm. be like, do you ever have a moment to be like, oh my God, we had so yeah. much talent and nobody else may even yeah. touch that? It's, it's crazy um, looking back at that 19 LSU versus Alabama game and seeing like the full NFL roster mm -hmm. that was on both of those sidelines, you know, and, and how many draft picks and how many just incredible players and records were broken, you know, in the in between those two teams. Um, you know, I just feel very fortunate to have been a part of that and, and to have been a small piece um, of the puzzle for specifically our team but just being a being able to be a part of that game is incredible and um and then obviously the the ones that ensued were even more important but um yeah dude it's i mean it, it's wild to look back and be like holy cow there are nfl guys up and down those rosters you know offense defense and special teams it's it, it's pretty insane are the dolphins on hard knocks the regular season yes version? yes we were just announced a couple weeks ago as the uh in-season hard gotcha. knocks so uh, that, that'll be able to show your personality team yes yeah. i'm sure i'll get a lot of camera time <laughs> between all the, all all the, in. Yeah, we'll watch. All we'll the watch. personalities that we've got on that team i'm very low on the list of of people that are going to be featured i'm sure but talking about um your teammates on the 2019 team i know a lot of our current student athletes really look up to y'all and and many other former mm -hmm. athletes who were some of those tigers before you that you looked yeah. up to some um, of those other former players gosh there's i mean there's so many um i i go all the way back to guys like kyle williams um yep. guys like jacob hester um jarvis landry guys that just worked their butts off um and and there were there were guys who who came in here to LSU as um, as the number one prospect in the country, and there were also guys who made it to the league and and are doing incredible things that weren't the best you know most highly recruited kid in, in the state of Louisiana, and I I just think that that's such a cool you know image of, of what the LSU football team is. It doesn't matter whether you were the number one five-star All-American or whether you were the last guy on the roster. Um, you know, there's, there's guys like J.D. Moore who had an impact in such an incredible way on not only the team but just this university. Um, those are the kinds of guys that, um, you know, that I looked up to. Um, J.D. was a, an incredible mentor for me early in my career. Um, obviously had my brother, but, uh, but yeah, JD Moore, um, and, and even talking to old heads like Jarvis, man, like even when I catch up with those guys today, it's, it's still so much fun. And those were really the guys that set the standard for what LSU football is. You don't see uh, very many JD Moore's running around. No, football anymore. absolutely not. Sad. No, you I don't. Know Jacob Hester would be very sad at that. Yeah. It? I was actually just over at a lunch today and, and, um, they were asking with, with Jacob and, and they were asking him like, who since you know who since you left LSU is is your favorite um, 
at your position. And he was like, I don't, he was like, I was the 17th fullback in the country when I came here to LSU. He was like, I don't think they've had 17 fullbacks yeah. since I've been, you know, since I've yeah. left that have, that have gotten recruited out of the state of Louisiana and, and gone to school. But yeah, that, that is a position that is, uh, is kind of dying, but is also kind of coming back. Um, we're at, in Miami, we're using Alec nice. Ingold at, at the fullback position and I love it all about physicality. <laughs> I wanted to ask one off the field related question as well. I know you were diagnosed with type one diabetes mm. at the age of 13. Yeah. Um, obviously it never, you know, allowed you to interfere with your goals mm -hmm. and your dreams. What's it been like to be an advocate and a champion for that community and, and kind of give our listeners some ways you've been involved with that? Yeah. yeah. Um, when I was diagnosed the literally the day I was diagnosed, um, we were my mom was driving me to the hospital from my doc from like my family doctor's office and um i specifically remember doing like just like trying to figure out what this meant for me and like what my life was going to be like now and i specifically remember um doing a google search and and looking at professional athletes with type 1 diabetes and seeing a list of of all the people before me who had become a professional athlete despite this disease that they had. And um, in my mind, I, I didn't want this new um, part of my life to be a hindrance for the goals that I had. Even in eighth grade, like I, from the time I was little, wanted to play in the NFL. And um, and fortunately, I've, I have been able to, um, you know, achieve a lot of those goals that I've set out. Uh, but I, I remember that day and thinking, I don't want this to affect what I want to do with my life. And, um, and that's the message that I, when I speak to kids or speak to people with, um, with, with type one, that I try to pass along to them is that there's nothing about type one that can hold you back, um, if you don't allow it to. And so, um, I'm, I'm glad that you asked that question because November is National Diabetes Awareness Month. So um, that is a special uh, part of my life and something that I, um, you know, try to make a positive impact on other people. Because uh, when I was in eighth grade, I remember having, you know, a lot of people reach out um, that had come before me and that had done it before. Uh, and they were very encouraging to me. So I'm trying to pass that on to them. Nice. You know, we try to instill a lot in our current student athletes using their brand and their platform, yeah. even at this level and at LSU, to bring bring light to some of those different organizations yeah. or causes or be involved in the community. Talk about how important that was for you, even in college yeah. before the NFL. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talked about the salute to service stuff earlier um, and then obviously the diabetes stuff. But um, I, I was always when I was in 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 college and even back to high school, I've, I've always been very passionate about helping other people um, and specifically using my platform as a player to um, just affect positive change for the people around me, um, whether it's in Baton Rouge, whether it's in Miami, um, doesn't matter. And so, yeah, I would just encourage all, you know, all student athletes who are listening to this, use the, the platform that you have to, um, just find something that you're passionate about, whether it's for me, it was, it, I, I specifically remember being in eighth grade and sitting in a hospital bed for a week. And, you know, you know, I was thinking about my, from then on out, what was my life going to be like? And so when I was in college and I had the opportunity to go to our lady of the lake and, and, you know, 
see those kids and give them a hug and just encourage them just a little bit. Um, that meant so much to me. It doesn't have to be a hospital visit. It can be anything, you know? And so, um, that would be my encouragement is to find something that you're passionate about. For me, it's the military and, and, um, and diabetes, but everybody's got their own story and everybody's got, um, you know, their different things that have, that have, uh, affected their, their journey in, in one way or another. And so, um, finding a, a way to, um, channel that into a positive, uh, message is, is really important. So, yeah. I love it. Um, Miami versus Baton Rouge. <laughs> Give us your thoughts. Just personally. Um, Need to know. Oof. Do they uh, compare? <laughs> they are very different. Both uh, both are very warm, humid places. Um, He's letting food, us down easy right now. I know. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I live in Georgia in the off season, so okay. let's just clear that real quick. Um, I love the food in Baton Rouge. The food here is is unmatched. Um, Cajun food is is the people here are also very nice. They're they're much nicer than they are in Miami. Um, <laughs> the weather there is beautiful. It's yeah. sunny all the time, like year round, all the time. I I'm always messing with my brother because he's up in Buffalo. I'm all like after Halloween, I'm sending pictures of like how beautiful it is outside because I know that up there it's like cloudy and snowy and kind of gross. <laughs> Miami, not that way at all. So um, both have uh, very special places in my heart, but um, there are just some things about Baton Rouge that you that are you, you can't find anywhere else. Before we go, I think the only LSU connection in Miami is Duke Riley, right? Yes. Um, so yes, it's me and Duke, um, and then we also on our practice squad right now we've got Rashard Lawrence oh, and nice. Chasen Hines. Yes. Gotcha. Um, a couple more nineteen guys. Yes. Yes, but Duke awesome. and I, Duke and I have been there for a couple years together. Cool. Well, we usually like to wrap it up with maybe a what's next. Is there anything you're working on in behind the scenes? Anything we um, could stay tuned for? Hmm. We, what is next? I don't know what's next. Uh, what's next is uh, the Raider game. We're, we play the Raiders <laughs> next week, and that's that's really all I'm focused on right now. Um, no, it's we're, we're we're deep in the middle of football season, and and we're we're really trying to make a push this year for a Super Bowl. Um, we've got a, such a special team down there in Miami, and um, you know it would be a shame if we let the, the talent that we've got on our roster go to waste. So um, yeah, that's, that's really where my focus is at right now. And um, you know, I, I think we've got a really strong uh, opportunity to, to do some really special things in South Florida. My Jets were coming for you until my quarterback <laughs> broke. Hey man, they've, they've got a good team. They've got yeah. a good team. Don't overlook them. Aaron Rodgers said, what, a couple weeks? His recovery has been <laughs> miraculous. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe for a Super Bowl. like it, yeah. Tiger Nation, you heard it here first. Stay tuned. Keep watching, Blake. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we'll see absolutely. you next time on another episode of Where's That Tiger Podcast.